This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, May 23rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's state of lines. House GOP buys time on Farm Bill. Trump pressing ahead on NAFTA. And dairy sign-up lags despite promises of payments. Immigration policy muddles the Farm Bill timeline. House Republican leaders bought themselves some more time to get a Farm Bill passed. But it's not at all clear how they're going to find a way to address the immigration issue in a way that's going to satisfy conservatives who voted against the Farm Bill in order to force GOP leaders to act on immigration. The House yesterday voted to extend till June 22nd the deadline for the House to reconsider the Farm Bill. In the meantime, House leaders say they'll try to find agreement on immigration legislation. Ohio Representative Jim Jordan, the former chair of the House Freedom Caucus, made clear to reporters yesterday that he won't vote for a farm bill until immigration is addressed to his satisfaction. Jordan said, quote, I actually like the snap work requirements in the farm bill, but he said there's plenty of time to pass a farm bill. Keep in mind, the longer the Senate and House take to pass a farm bill, the less time there's going to be to negotiate a final bill that could be passed by the end of the year. Otherwise, Congress will have to pass an extension of the 2014 Farm Bill. For more on the Farm Bill, plus a look at prospects of increased trade with China, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes today. Ag spending bill could reach the Senate floor. House and Senate both moving fiscal 19 spending bills for USDA and FDA that are relatively free of controversy. The Senate version of the bill could be on the Senate floor sometime after the Senate Agriculture Committee acts on the Farm Bill. That according to Senator John Hoven, who chairs the Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee. But keep in mind, that would mean that both a Farm Bill and the USDA funding bill could be on the Senate floor in coming weeks. The Senate schedule is already packed with nominations that need approval. Fitting in time to debate big pieces of legislation, depending on how many amendments are permitted, won't be easy. The FY19 Ag Bill includes an additional $425 million for rural broadband to go with the $600 million that Congress appropriated in March. The Senate also is moving its FY19 Energy Water Funding Bill. The bill, which was voted out of subcommittee yesterday, would provide $6.9 billion for the Army Corps of Engineers. That's a $100 million increase from FY18 that ends on September 30th. Senate Advances Water Projects Bill. Meanwhile, the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee has approved a new Water Projects Authorization Bill, America's Water Infrastructure Act. Environment and Public Works Chairman John Barrasso of Wyoming says the bill provides an installment on President Trump's infrastructure initiative. He says the bill will cut red tape, provide more local control of how water project funding is spent, and put more focus on rural America. The bill would require the Corps of Engineers to provide Congress with an annual work plan and projected budget for four years into the future. The provision is designed to ensure that projects get funded. Dowd, NAFTA talks continue. The U.S., Canada, and Mexico will continue working on the new North American Free Trade Agreement, even if the talks extend into 2019. That the word of Trump administration chief agriculture trade negotiator Greg Dowd. Dowd said we're still working on NAFTA. He spoke yesterday at an event held by the Farm Foundation. 
He said the pins are not down. There's obviously a lot of work still to be done. Our position on the NAFTA negotiations is obviously we'd rather have it done right than be in a hurry. That should come as a relief to much of the U.S. ag sector where there is fear that the Trump administration might pull out of the trade pact after the three countries failed to wrap up talks earlier this month. These things take time, and we're going to continue to work on it and get it done when we get it done, Dowd said. If that means we don't get it ratified in this Congress, it just means we'll do it in the next Congress. Analysis. MPP payoff, a certainty for dairy farms. Sign up for the new and improved margin protection program for dairy producers appears to be lagging even though a fresh analysis from the American Farm Bureau Federation suggests the program is sure to be worth additional dollars for farmers. Although only about 8,000 producers have signed up for it, buying the $8 coverage, the highest available, would have already paid for itself, writes Farm Bureau economist John Newton. Coverage is retroactive to January, and dairy margins are expected to remain below $8 through June. If dairy margins stay at projected levels, farmers who cover 5 million pounds of milk this year would net nearly $11,000 for the first half of the year. The benefit could grow if feed prices rise or milk prices fall during the last half of the year. Newton writes, with so much uncertainty around milk and feed prices in 2018, one certainty many dairy farmers have is the new improved MPP will provide some financial assistance. Producers have until June 1st to sign up for MPP, which was significantly overhauled in the February budget agreement that was passed by Congress. Bill Nor, the USDA's Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation Programs, tells AgriPulse that MPP sign-up has improved significantly in recent days. He said it's still lower than what we need to be at the end. My sense is that we're going to have a good sign-up, but I don't know. USDA offers webinar on GMO disclosure. USDA's Agriculture Marketing Service is offering a pre-recorded webinar starting June 1st on the proposed new requirements for disclosing bioengineered foods and ingredients. The webinar will provide background on the provisions and discuss their potential impacts. Disclosure bill pushes back on E15. A bill introduced by House Agriculture Committee member Austin Scott of Georgia and Lois Frankel of Florida would require labeling on service station pumps to warn consumers about the possible negative effects of E-15. The lawmakers argue that E-15 could damage power equipment, boats, and ATVs. The bill comes as the Trump administration has committed to issuing a vapor pressure waiver to allow sales of E-15 year-round. The National Wildlife Federation is among the bill's supporters. This legislation will save consumers time and money and allow them to better take advantage of the great outdoors, said David Gennaro, agriculture policy specialist with the National Wildlife Federation. Here's today's He Said It. The last time we brought up a farm bill, it went down the first time as well. That's the way it goes with farm bills. That's the word of House Speaker Paul Ryan. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, May 23rd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.